Intense debate on the App Store and scam apps. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Text Expander by Smile, the makers of world-class software. Visit textexpander.com/podcast to learn more and download your free demo. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is part three in a three-part Mac Voices Live conversation that got a little intense in places, and probably this part of it is where it got the most intense. We discuss and debate the App Store and what Apple does and doesn't do, at least in the eyes of some of our panelists, to protect their users, what users could and should be doing for themselves to protect themselves, and a whole lot more. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. But, you know, Apple's sitting here saying, we're protecting you from, you know, they're claiming that, you know, we have to have a walled garden because we're protecting you from yourself. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Whoa. What do you mean protecting you from yourself? We're, we're protecting you from, you know, downloading things that could hurt you or, you know, my God, well, you, you better not download anything that could display porn. Um, or, you know, gambling or, you know, so, and, 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 you know, supposedly they're testing things, you know, and you look at the things that people are rejected for and then you see, oh, but, but yeah, we're going to allow this app that, you know, does absolutely nothing except collect. And, and, and the unseemly part, Chuck, is Apple's collecting 30% of the cut. I, are I, you I have, are you saying that at that Apple turns their head away from it because they're making a lot of money at it? Well, it, you know, it seems unlikely because it, it's it's still got to be not much money for Apple, but they are taking the money. You know, I mean, it, it if I ran a business like that and we found out that oh there was somebody that was scamming and I you know I had gotten a and if I was in Apple's position where this was peanuts, I'd say you know what I'm going to refund every customer that you know, was scammed this way. Apple is participating in this scam and they're, and they're doing nothing about it. And, you know, just because it's peanuts for, on Apple scale, you know, and people have, you know, like their kids buy something or, you know, whatever. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't understand why, you know, why do they get a pass for scamming people? I'm not giving. Who's them- scamming? Are you saying Apple is scamming? Are you that? saying these? Yeah, if they're tra- if they're ta- they're taking three dollars a week for a volume boosting app because it's ten dollars a week, so Apple's taking three dollars a week, and, and and Apple's taking that. And, and so, yeah. so what? If it's a volume boosting app, and- it doesn't do but anything. It, but it's that's, not. That's, I that's, think is the thing. It's not illegal though. Exactly. That's that's kind of the, the standard. No, it's not that it's the standard. It's it's like you're trying to hold Apple accountable for something that they most likely don't know anything about. But you know, they make all these claims that they know all about it, and we curate. You know, we curate this for you. So um, yeah, they do need to do a better job of curating. But yeah. no, I don't. It's. I, I trust Apple's app store. Um, 
far more than I would trust any of the uh, app stores that provide Google apps. Mm -hmm. My assumption is that everything that comes from, say, Google Play has uh, some form of malware in it. And even though I know that's not actually the case. With Apple's App Store, yes, I would love to see Apple doing more to uh, to make sure that scam apps aren't there. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I have never been concerned about downloading an app from the App Store that will install some form of malware onto my iPhone. Mm-hmm. I'm not too concerned of that, but not because of the App Store but because the apps are sandboxed tightly. Um, You know, people have put essentially malware. Facebook's put all kinds of bad things into apps and wound up, you know, Mm -hmm. getting caught later. So, you know, Apple's not necessarily catching that in app review. Um, That's Facebook's worst offenses were using MDM, not the app store. Yeah, that's fair. I, I guess... I'd have to almost go on an app, to app app by app basis, Jim, to 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 have a, a serious discussion about this or pass judgment and agree or disagree on an app, app by app basis. But if there's a volume boosting app that does nothing, and you're dumb enough to sign up for ten dollars a, a month, a week, a week, excuse me, a week, then you know, um, you know, yeah, it's but not- it's in the app store with the imprimatur of Apple's approval. Which yeah. to me indicates it does do something. Oh, Apple's saying this will boost my volume. And so, and, and let's 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 pick on this this app because I I know nothing about it. And if anybody else does, please jump in. But if it absolutely does nothing, then okay, there's a little bit of a problem. If it does anything, no matter how good or bad, because God knows I've I've downloaded apps that were buggy as the devil. They 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 crash as soon as uh, I launch them. So. You know, d- does that mean that Apple failed in their uh, in their curation of that app? I have I have no idea. I just know that for me, I just pa- okay pass. I'll I'll move on to another app. There are a lot of apps on the App Store that are uh, uh, designed to enhance the audio quality of your iPhone in some way. And uh, like a lot of them are uh, bass boosters. Um, and uh, I mean, like there's, holy crap. I, I, you know, I just did a quick Google search, iPhone volume boosting app. And uh, and there there are more than you can shake a microphone at. Uh, well, t- take I, 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 I think, you know, for me, the, the thing that's upsetting about it to me is that I see the other side because I'm on developer Twitter and Slacks and whatnot and I see people, you know, getting rejected for ridiculous, you know, um, you know, things. And in some cases getting rejected for, for things that, you know, would be beneficial to customers, but that's not beneficial to Apple. Um, uh, and, and then, you know, like, they can't get any response from Apple or whatever. And then you see something like this that is just like, yeah, that sails through and, you know, no problem. I don't know that we're going to solve this. You know, I, again, I could, could Apple oh, do a better not. job? Yeah, Apple could do a better job, no question. But we could all always do a better job at whatever it is we do. So, you know, I, I've, I agree that it sounds like there is a problem here. 
But I also, you know, Apple's protecting, as far as I'm concerned, Apple's protecting me from things that I don't know might hurt me. Okay. If I'm subscribing to something for $10 a week, I know that's hurting me. And I need to take responsibility for that. And I'm not saying Apple shouldn't maybe take a good hard look at it and say, hey, you know, this is not cool. But I got to look at my in the mirror and say, you know what? I was stupid. I signed up for it. I didn't pay attention. And now I'm out, you know, X number of hundreds of dollars or whatever. That That's the part that I, I guess is, is not going into this that, you know, I just don't believe every that Apple should protect us from everything, you know, or should be expected, excuse me, expected to protect us from everything. Of course, they well, can think... protect us from everything, but they could do, as John Gruber is, has suggested in this post, and he's suggested this before, and it's it's an obvious idea that, yes, there are two million Oops. Apple just uh, cut Jim's feed. Yeah. <laughs> You're on to him. Sorry, Jim, you... You can come back and finish. Hey, you have a problem with the App Store, Jim? Well, App Store this. (laughs) Pull the plug. It's in the App Store. But how many, you know, make more than a million dollars? You're 10 million dollars. You're back, Jim. You, you, I don't know if you knew you were almost. Uh, Yeah, no, I I could hear you guys all through. (laughs) And I was waving at you saying bye. Yeah, no. (laughs) We're going to change your name to Steve Austin. My, my, my internet connection is unstable. (laughs) (laughs) I blame Apple. Andrew, you want to say something? I'm going to give you the last word before we get out of here. Yeah, uh, my I've been trying to follow along because my Wi-Fi has been leggy too. What I think, one of the things I, because th- I, I agree with Jim, I think one of the things he was saying, he didn't say outright, in my opinion at least, is that this is one of the arguments with the whole sideloading thing. There are people who are like, Apple should, you know, more freedom. Apple should allow sideloading. And then the other camp is like, oh, no, malware, Android bad, whatever. I I've, I think Apple's review system is BS. It's a joke. Uh, I've written stories about that guy that Jim was saying. It's a, um, he, he has a foreign name. I can't pronounce it either, but yeah. I think they knew to do better and they, there are a lot of scam apps on the app store. And like, I, I personally don't agree with blaming the user at some point, maybe it is a person's own own fault for paying for a $10 week subscription, but Apple, I think needs to, to do better in maybe curtailing that. Oh, um, a flip side of this is not just that they approved it, but if you look at, I posted the threat, the Twitter thread for this latest one, and and this is a common thing on all of these, um, that uh, if you look at this app, it's immediately obvious that there's hundreds of fake reviews you can you, um, for it, five star reviews, and if you go back and um, you know his his name is Costa LF Theriu. Yeah, there. <laughs> uh, Let's go with Costa. Um, just... And you know, he's you know he keeps finding it's the same pattern, you know, weekly subscriptions, uh, fake reviews um, that crowd out real reviews. Um, so 
you know, that essentially, since Apple's also allowing that and not, and, and this app has made $13 million uh, since 2018. It's the 135th highest grossing app on the app store. So it seems to me that Apple ought to be able to take a close look at the top 500 apps, say, on the app store and give them a little bit of extra attention and look and say, are these reviews real? Um, you know, et cetera. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's not just one app. This has happened over and over again to the point where I've got to think that maybe 10% of the top 500 are scams. Um, so, but Apple doesn't seem to think it's a problem. They haven't done anything, even acknowledged any of these. Mm-hmm. Well, Apple's not in the in the business of going around and going, "Ooh, our bad," and then making a big show fixing it. Usually, no. what happens is, you know, at Dub Dub, we're gonna find out like we've revamped the review system, and this many hundreds of apps are now bounced from the App Store for being sketchy or whatever. Like, we're never gonna hear the part where they're like, "Oh, that's on us." Like, it's not how they roll. I'm not saying for good or ill. I'm just saying that's how they roll, and. As admirable as the app review store process is so that real eyeballs clap eyes on actual code and make sure that the thing is not going to do something harmful to you. And I appreciate that. It didn't scale. It was nice. And it hasn't scaled. They don't look at code. They don't even see your code. Okay. Well, they're looking at something. So they're at least allegedly going through a modicum Mm. of testing. But the point is, it doesn't scale. And that's all. And so as as much as I appreciate what they set out to do when there were 100 apps in the store, maybe 1,000 apps, maybe 100,000 apps, you can't do that anymore. And there needs to be some better way to resolve this. And if anyone's going to, it's going to be Apple. Like I have to have faith in their engineering ability to be able to find a way to make something like this better. You know, that's a good point. And that is why Apple (laughs) should not drum up how safe the App Store is. They shouldn't drum up how clever their algorithms are if they still get these scams in their their platform. In my opinion, that is on them. And we've all heard the famous App Store rejections too, right? Like, uh, I think PCALC got bounced one time because it's a calculator and iPhone already has a calculator. And this got bounced because he changed the color of the icon and that's not cool. And, yeah. you know, like, mm. like over and over and over again, we see these yes. things. So, and, and, you know, there's a certain amount of that I can forgive. Like, I can see where somebody might have looked at this and tried to act in the best interest of the app store and like made a bad call, you know, but there's different there's a lot of different things at play and I, I just hope that Apple can find a way to address it in a reasonable fashion. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're not, yeah. I don't think they're going to ignore it, but, and I don't think they are ignoring it. I think there are probably scam apps that get bounced from the store every day. We just don't hear about them because they didn't make a bajillion dollars. They only made a squillion dollars. And so, you know, it got, it got bounced and and we won't see it or, you know, whatever. And, I'm not trying to defend Apple, but I understand their process and I think it didn't scale and I'm disappointed that it didn't, but you know, it wouldn't be the first, just like the story earlier when I got here, you know, it wouldn't be the first or the last time that, um, 
we hear this story and, you know, they've become a victim of their own success. And now they have to mm-hmm. figure out how to navigate that going forward because you Ellie, can't continue to what I'm hearing. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Smile, the makers of Text Expander, my most used productivity utility. What would you do if I told you that I can make you more productive in less than five minutes with a utility that is easy to set up, easy to understand, and easy to use? A utility that you will use frequently. A utility that suggests new ways to use itself to your benefit. You would beat a hasty path to their website, right? I'm talking, of course, about Text Expander from Smile. With Text Expander, typing a few short keystrokes or a phrase expands into whatever you want a word, a sentence, a paragraph, or even pages of text. And it expands to that text exactly the same each and every time. No typos, no fat fingering something that you type constantly, just accurate text input. And Text Expander watches what you type and makes suggestions for new snippets to make you more efficient. All that is waiting for you at TextExpander.com slash podcast. Go right now to TextExpander.com slash podcast and sign up for your free trial. See how easy it is to set up, understand, and use Text Expander. Soon, you won't want to be without it. That's Text Expander from Smile. Thanks to Smile for their ongoing support of Mac Voices. Kelly, what I'm hearing is uh, uh, we need to partner up. Let's make an Amp Me clone. We'll charge seven bucks a week for it so we undercut their price <laughs> and we'll still clean up. Oh, all right. Okay. I hope all of you are looking forward to Mac Voices from Jeff and Kelly's private island, which we are going to buy with the proceeds from our brilliant new volume booster. That's right. <laughs> so, so let me let me bring up one final point and then we got to get out of here. But if this is the case, and I'm not suggesting this is not the case, but if this is the case, don't you think that somebody would have raised Cain with Apple somewhere along the way and said, I mean, that's $520 a year. Okay, so don't you think somebody would have said, hey, Apple, you know, I, shouldn't you look into this? Well, that's and, what Costa is doing, but he doesn't make enough money for Apple to pay attention. Well, but uh, I, it, uh, there I, are I just, apps on the App Store that legitimately cost a lot of money. Yes. So Apple needs to figure out how do you, how do you ferret out the ones that aren't legit from the ones that are legit. And now in the case of something like a, like a volume booster, okay, that's a, that's a much easier um, uh, case to make. But uh, uh, I mean, there are other apps on there. I'm certain that it would be much more difficult to just look at and say that there's no way this can be worth what they're charging. We need to look into this. So finding the system, I think that's well, a problem. I, again, I think, you know, the way that Costa finds these is by looking for high grossing apps. And Apple could do that too. You know, this is, the, like I said, it's the 135th highest grossing app. So there's only 134 that are higher than that. You know, if you, you know, looked at 10 apps a day and like, look at number one app. Is that a scam? Number two, is that a scam? It's not going to take you that long to get to 135. Yeah, but 135, that seems kind of like an arbitrary breakpoint. So, right, well, you know, so clearly what, I would think it should be more like What is the list that Apple needs to look at? Do they look at the top 100? Do they well, look at the top probably, 500? Probably, probably higher than that. And, you know, I, I think you could also start looking at, you know, app revenue, you know, per 
you know, something that's $10 a week, that's, you know, that's a lot of revenue per user. Um, you know, how many apps do that much revenue per user uh, in a month? I don't, you know, you look at the intersection of that and I think pretty quickly you're going to, you know, and I, I think I would argue that an app that has a weekly subscription should get extra scrutiny right out of the bat. Mm -hmm. And then okay, they all so. switch to monthly. And, uh, <laughs> of course, so, so, I'm ah, just trying to illustrate and, the and problem. Amazon this has is a, a horrible big, problem. Amazon has a big fraud problem and a big fake review problem. Right. Mm -hmm. But, they, but they do acknowledge it. And, but, you know, they've got sort of the same problem. They benefit from it also. Uh, Am yeah, Amazon, they, they've Amazon shut down benefits. entire companies access. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, my impression is that Amazon is, you know, they're concerned that, you know, this is going to damage their, their business. And they, they seem to be, you know, doing this kind of bunko squad things to some extent, but a Apple. So maybe you know, Apple needs to poach some uh, uh, maybe. people from Amazon. Now, you know, well, I think somebody at the executive level has got to decide this is hurting Apple's reputation, but it probably isn't. You know, it hurts it with me. But, you know, even on this panel, most of you are like, eh, no big deal. And I'm still, you know, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to not not going to stop buying Apple products. So I love my Apple products. Uh, and I'm just careful about very careful about buying, getting stuff on the App Store. I, I'm not worried that I'm going to buy a $10 a week volume booster. Like you said, Chuck, there, you know. But I, I think there's things that I've not bought that I've thought like, well, maybe, but I, I you know, I'm not even going to, you know, take a chance because I'm not sure if this is a scam app or not. And my default is if I'm not 100% sure, then forget it. Jim, I think that's a, that's one of the best things you've said, you know, is, is yeah, let the, let the buyer beware. I mean, absolutely. Even on the app mm -hmm. store. Uh, you know, yeah, but but I, I feel bad that Apple's not giving me the tools that I trust. Um, you know, I don't I don't trust that the reviews are real. Um, that so I, I resent Apple for not giving me tools to make that I feel I really have a good. And I, I, I think it's really hard to even tell, like you, you see, like in-app purchases and it's got all this list. And it's like each little item. Like, what is that? I don't what are those things? I don't know what That's they are. That's a real problem. Yeah. Uh, you know, you so have, you and have so, 10 like, things, they all say like, the same thing. Yeah. So I look at them like, no, nope, yeah. I'm just not buying any of it. Yeah. But that's, see, that's, that's where we need the education, you know. And, well, well and so, you know, Apple needs to provide a way that, you know, there's no, no I, I just can't get that information. So sometimes you I'm can gonna, go to the vendor's website and find it, but not, not very often. So I'm going to take this and, and, and wrap it up this way and, and bring it back to where we started. And that is your New Year's resolution right now is to open up your App Store app and take a look at your subscriptions and see what is there. And if it's if you're paying $10 a month for pretty much anything, and especially if you're not using it. $10 a week, 520 a year. I keep doing that. I'm sorry. Yes, because yeah, I can't believe because it. Because it's unbelievable. I can't believe anybody would would not notice five hundred and twenty dollars a year for one app, especially if it's an app that is as bad as you say. So you know maybe this is take take a look at all your look at your subscriptions, all your apps, for heaven's sake, and do what you need to do to to stop them. Whether that's you know call your credit card company or call Apple or whatever, 
you're probably not going to get a refund on some of this stuff, but at the very least, you can stop it. And, well, reviewing and outgoing spending is a good January resolution anyway. So you should just sit yep. down with the visa bill, you know, one night with maybe a glass of wine or, you know, whiskey, depending on your balance and sit down and like, <laughs> what is this I'm paying? You know, what is this? And did I pay it last month? And do I know what it's for? Me. And call yeah. your credit card company. It you're, happens at my house all the time because I'm married to a finance guy. So like I, I, <laughs> I, I get, you know, this happens at my house constantly, you know? Yeah. So yeah. like, I just am sort of always doing that, but uh, it's, it's a good idea to review occasionally. Like, do you know what the cable bill is a month? Do you know what the cell phone bill is a month? Because sometimes those are adjustable expenses that you can do something to eliminate. And now, you know, you spent half an hour and you have more money every month going forward. You know, I don't know. Yeah, Chuck, so. I, I just did your New Year's resolution. Okay. I really thought I had a lot more subscriptions than I do. Apparently, I've been very good about uh, about axing stuff. And uh, and the list that I have, I am very proud to say, is actually stuff that I use. I only have That's... two that aren't Apple. Yeah. So there you go. So they're not making money on you, Jim, is what you're saying. <laughs> I, you know, as I said, I'm not so much for myself, but, but I also feel like I'm probably missing out on some apps. There's some apps that I'm like, Oh, I might like this app, but I, I can't tell if it's actually, I can't tell how much it's going to cost. And, you know, so never mind. I'm not well, Jim, get it. I found a really great uh, uh, volume booster for your music. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's only seven dollars a week, Jim. Does it? Yeah. Does it work with my Bose headphone? Uh, it's sure. Made for Bose headphones. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I want the one that's eight dollars a week. Oh, don't worry. We we have the premium pro version. There's a, that okay. one's eight dollars a week. What colors does it come in? Well, for nine dollars a week, you get a choice of three colors. Yeah. Space $10 gray $10 and can, starlight. Can I, can I have a car that changes color while I'm driving? You can now, according to that CES. Cost more. But that's yeah. fifteen dollars a week. That's another story. Yeah, that is another story. Guys, let's get out of here. It's it's been a great discussion. Thank you. It went in as always. It went in directions we didn't expect it to, but that's part of the fun of doing the live show. Um, so we're going to go around the table, let folks know where they can find you. Um, and so I'm going to flip it around this time and start with Andrew on the bottom of my screen. Oh, Andrew, where can where can folks find you? Yeah, you get top billing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... You can find me on Twitter at uh, my username is Andrew or not. And I'm just tweeting about random stuff these days. But more importantly, you can find me at MagnusRiver.com. I write about Apple stuff, uh, cryptocurrency, security news. And speaking of security, Kelly and I have a podcast most every Friday where we talk about security news. And it's only Tuesday, but for this week, we're already full. <laughs> Tell them the title, Andrew. I know you want to. Uh our, our working title is, uh, well, I, I came up with a episode title this week, and it is, uh, what is it? The Information Superhighway to Hell. 
that's great very nice very nice andrew thanks for being here it's great to have you back we missed you yeah thanks for having me Brittany smith it's great to have you back as well um where can folks find you thanks for having me um as usual you can find me at add liberator on twitter or youtube and recently I had was on an episode of another podcast, ADHD <gasps> Rewired. And we talked about selecting a task management app or technology with ADHD. You mean if you have ADHD? Like picking, yeah, picking like one. productivity okay. tools. Okay. Okay. That are technology related. Right. Yes. Did you come to any any conclusion? Is there a best of out there or is it more something just tailored to you? That one tailored to you, Joe. Yeah. Okay. Good. But but things to consider. Yeah, well, absolutely. We can all use those. Yeah. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Kelly Gamont, for the first time in 2022. Yes. Thanks Thanks for being here. What? Uh, where can we find you? You can find me five days a week over at the aforementioned Mac Observer, where I host the Daily Observations podcast five days a week. Uh, one of which is uh, Security Friday, which I do with Andrew. And apparently this week we're calling it the Information Superhighway to Hell. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the title was like, no news is good news and we're full of news. Um, so whenever we have a lot to talk about, uh, we try to get a little creative with it. Um, so, yeah, it, it's very good news, bad news when we have a whole lot of Security Friday stuff to talk about. Um but we do it and uh, we're always looking for uh, people's feedback on that and stuff they want us to dig into because we try to give practical tips to help keep stuff safe as well. Uh, you can also find me over at The Incomparable talking about general pop culture nerdy things. And uh, one of them is my own podcast. I want my MCU TV. I recently recorded an episode where we talked about the new Spider-Man movie. And uh, you can also find me over there talking about Star Wars and stuff too of course and the rest of the time you can find me on twitter as verso excellent excellent thanks for being here Kelly. appreciate it jim ray i love debating things with you because we can both laugh about it later and go out and have a virtual drink so thank you thank you for that thank you for being here again what was that a, dr a real drink oh a real drink okay <laughs> <laughs> where can folks find you uh where can they find me uh website proview.com p-r-o-v-u-e and on the twitter at proview gym excellent and coming soon from proview the the uh proview uh music booster <laughs> no jim says no jim says no <laughs> Yeah, but Jim's a jerk, and he's going to undercut us and sell his for $6 a week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. David Ginsburg, thank you. Um, I hope you're staying warm. Where can folks find you? Yes, it's, it's going to be warm here. Uh, you find me at In Touch with iOS, InTouchWithIOS.com. I'm going to have both Jeff and Guy on the show this coming week. Uh, and uh, you can also find me on the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash DaveG65. I'm on the Mac show on Fridays, and I am on Twitter at DaveG65. Thanks for having me. Thank you, David. Um, Kat, uh, what's the <laughs> name of the person that's holding you? Um, 
guy. I I don't know. Yes. I, you're like a cat whisperer. Well, yes, she, she, she no. just, it, it always seems to work out just as we're starting to wrap up. I can hear her at the door howling to come inside because <laughs> I keep the door closed for just this particular reason. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, the webs <laughs> the website is <laughs> the website is www.hairball.com. Hairballs.com, vertshark.com. Uh, the podcasts are the mymac.com podcast I do every week with Gaz and Guys Daily Drive, which it does twice a week, so it's not really every day but i am driving so there's that uh email is guy at mymac.com also vert shark sorry podcast at vert shark.com and the twitters are vert shark and mac parrot and jelly apparently and jelly. and jelly thanks for being here guy good luck with the uh the mic resolution for new years so we're anxious to see yeah that. i I'm, yeah. i don't have a whole lot of hope for that but yeah. neither do we yeah, <laughs> I kind of got that feeling at the beginning. Hey, of the guy, show. we can talk yeah. about it some more. We just got to set small, accomplishable goals. She's can you use one here. microphone for this week? Uh, probably. Well, the Tanessa, I'm saying that's so a good place to start. Brittany, we'll set up a GoFundMe to pay for your time to help guy through this. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> I don't think there's enough money in the world. Well, you haven't seen what we're making off this volume app. (laughs) This keeps going. (laughs) Oh, man. Jeff Gamut, the the perpetrator of the new volume app that will soon be making millions of dollars because it will not do a weekly subscription. It will do a daily $5 subscription. Kelly, we're going to be rich. Filthy rich. (laughs) Swimming in lucre. (laughs) Like Scrooge McDuck. Until Just then, like Scrooge yeah. McDuck. Until then, where can folks find you? Um, how about Twitter and Instagram? I'm Jay Gamut, both places. How about youtube.com slash Jay Gamut for some videos? Um, uh, I don't even know what day it is. So later this week, Thursday, in touch with iOS, with uh, with Dave and, and Guy. And... Uh, uh, Thursday's the big show, Friday's the Mac show. And, uh, and, uh, I think Brian Chaffin just posted an Apple context machine where I was a guest as well. Excellent. Excellent. I get around. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. And folks in our private chat room here for the panel, um, Brittany just wins because she said, Ooh, we need a Brittany AI app. I, I I agree wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. And what would that look like, Brittany? Well, the icon has to be um, mermaid fins, no question. No, no, no. That's one of the things the AI will say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we on had a Brittany note. AI app on my screen right now. Oh, do you? Maybe Brittany is already I haven't seen my cut of that one yet. It's yeah, I tried to submit a guy AI app to Apple, but it was declared to be malware. <laughs> no, I mean, it just I mean, kept telling me to get a new microphone. Anything you asked it, well, did you try a new mic? Yeah. <laughs> Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices Live, Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. Come and join us. We have this much fun at least. Every Tuesday night, we're just getting warmed up for 2022. We hope to see you back here again soon. 
Until then, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.